all night, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. Uh, it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place uh, where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, you know, things you're thinking about. Uh, so thoughts, I guess those are what thoughts are. Uh, or, you know, other things. You might, you know, stuff on your mind. Holy moly. Uh, you might even, you might say, oh, like, uh, you might have so much moly. I don't even know what moly is, to be honest. So you might say, holy moly. Like you just had some delicious mole that you can't stop thinking about. Uh, but that's probably not the best. Like, uh, so anything you're thinking about, you may may listen to a podcast where a person says stuff and it confuses you. Uh, so, so, so thoughts, uh, feelings, you know, emotions or physical sensations or just anything. Feel, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations. Oh, that's another part there. Uh, whatever's keeping you up, it could be changes in schedule or work, seasonal things, temperature, uh, noise, lighting, uh, cur- you know, curtains, breezes, whatever's keeping you up. I mean, I know there's a lot of other stuff uh, yeah, that you could be dealing with. I mean, whatever it is, I'm here to take your mind off, then keep you company so that you could fall asleep. And what I'm going to do is I have this a safe place I'm trying to create, uh, and I'm always working at creating. It's never done. Uh, I do feel a bit like a, a, a character, you know, where I say, okay, well, this is, a, it's always a, a safe place. It's always in, de- always in development for you. Uh, if I was, if it was a musical, I would do a song about that at this point. Uh, hopefully it would get, hopefully the song would be so good and catchy. It would have a reprise uh, uh, later in the show. Uh, but ideally, it, for this podcast, there wouldn't be a later in the show because if it was a musical, I'd probably, you know, go on uh, to become Ch- Ch- Noir Chardonnay, world famous performer and singer. But it really, I just want to keep making the podcast. So I want to keep developing this uh, safe place, uh, which you might just be checking out for the first time and you may already be confused, which is like, uh, hopefully. Uh, like eventually it will work for you but yeah i'm trying to create this safe place a safe uh, mood and one way i do it is i send my voice across the deep dark night i use lulling the soothing creaky dulcet tones pointless meanders superfluous tangents i go off topic which you've already seen a few times there uh, like I use filler words, strategically placed filler words. You say, well, I just ran out of filler words. How'd you know to leave me a bundle of filler words? And I say, well, it's a musical. It's actually a musical within a safe place. So expect your expectations to be met, uh, which is our next number, which you won't hear because uh, like, but that would be another number and it like that's why that bundle of uh, filler words was there it's one of the few few things that uh if people don't realize they run out of till you don't miss a filler word until you miss it uh, that song we're not sure if that where that's going to be in the show uh there'll be like the you know the filler word off on a while but maybe there'll be a person 
I don't know. Would the, would it be a town that lost their filler words? Uh, it's a everything's we we, we don't have to, like because the benefit is if you use filler words because you might you might be a, a strict uh, you know in your daytime life right in your sleep podcast you say scoots I love your filler words but during the day you know I work in uh, you know. I work. I, I run the uh, debate club club, uh, the one club, the club for debate clubbers. Uh, let's say, wait a second, hold on. Is it a like what kind of club is it? And you say, well, it's a member members only club, Scoots. And I'd say, well, you listen to my podcast, so do you think I could get it? Because is it a kind of club where the base is something? And you say, well, uh, and parts of it, it is really. And is it the kind of club where there's a, a f- fireplace and leather-bound books and, uh, you know, those those kind of statues of, like, pheasants and things like that? Uh, yes, uh, there could be those things. Huh. It sounds a bit like one of the safe places I'm designing. Do you think I could uh, take your uh, the, the, the debate club club? Because I was thinking about writing... Writing a book called the Debate Club Club. No, you're not, Scoots. Cause he, oh, I'm not. Well, I just thought of it just now. I thought you were writing a musical about filler words. Well, until I heard about your Debate Club Club, and now I can't stop thinking about it, especially since I can't go there. Is it affordable? Oh, so it, it uh, costs nothing. It's, you know, just your time, just a love of debate clubs and participation in debate clubs. Um, uh, and other requirements for membership that we cannot disclose at this time. Uh, would I need to debate you to get into the debate club club? Uh, not myself, no. Uh, but uh, you, Okay, but there is a part of the debate club where I can hear, like I could be in the room, if I was in that room with the fireplace, or is there a room with the snacks and desserts and um, like, a, like a, what are those things called? Uh, warming trays? Uh, there are. If I'm in there, because I have pretty good hearing and sense of uh, like audio sense, could could I st- could I sense that somewhere else in the building the bass is thumping? Yes, you probably could. Oof, that sounds like one of the greatest. That sounds like an awesome club. Uh, congratulations! I I think I was in the beginning of, of the middle part of a be- the beginning of a sleep podcast intro though, so I have to um. I don't know. Maybe maybe one day our paths will cross again. I, I certainly hope so, Scooter. I mean, it's unlikely unless you just gave me like guest passes or something. Because I don't think, other than saying debate club club, which I love saying, obviously, obviously, I don't think I'll have the time to invest in any of that other. You know, getting into the debate. Okay, but I guess I got to get back to the sleep podcast intro anyway. So wonderful talking to you. Well, hopefully one day, if we have guest passes, scooter, yeah, then you know. Okay, well, I've actually, I pretty much got it. But I think I might just copy those plans since they're imaginary anyway, and put them into my safe place. Hey, I'm back, and new listeners, holy cow! Uh, I thought I was talking about filler words, and ended up uh, I used a bunch of them. So. I don't even know what I was talking about. So I'm glad you're here. I'm here to keep you company as you fall asleep. But you may have noticed the show is more than a bit different. Uh, structurally, content-wise, tone, 
temperature. Uh, I mean, this this might not be the first time someone said debate club club, but I could guarantee in the history of podcast intros, unless unless that club has its own podcast, it's never been said this many times at the beginning of a podcast. And probably, like, uh, it's not for everybody. I guess that would be one thing you say, holy mackerel, is he going to say, and I said, well, I almost said it there again. So this podcast is a bit different. It's it's a bit, it's it's goofy, I mean, clearly. And it's kind of meant to be consumed passively. It's a podcast you don't really need to listen to. And I mean, I don't think I can make it any more apparent than just being myself at this point, which you've heard so far. So you kind of just kind of listen, kind of barely listen to me. Uh, But there's also no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour. Believe it or not, later we're going to be talking about a season one, episode three of The Mandalorian. And you don't even need to have seen the show to enjoy this uh, sleepy content. Uh, So it's a podcast you don't need to listen to, but there's no pressure to fall asleep. If you can't sleep, I'm going to be here till the very end for you. So don't worry. This is not an exclusive podcast like the Debate Club Club. You can come in, you can listen. It's open to all and to everyone. Uh, And I'm here to keep you company. So, yeah, that's one thing. And what was the other? Oh, if you're new, oh, structurally what to expect. A little late to explain this. And I do have to, so if you're new, or regular listeners even, uh, they can get thrown off because they say, well, the show starts off like kind of like uh, with a lot of st- fast, uh, uh, like uh, energetic talk. And I say, yeah, well, that's how we keep the podcast free for everybody is the show starts off with a few minutes of business. Then there's like uh, like housekeeping and me kind of talking about the podcast in the intro, which is not uh, like it, which is kind of part of most listeners wind down routine. It's like their old buddy Scoots is coming over again. Uh, to tell us about his ever-developing uh, safe place and to keep us company. So that's what the intro... The intro's around 12 to 20 minutes or so. And it's uh, it's kind of, kind of something familiar. It just gives you a chance to get comfortable or to get ready for bed, however you like to listen. Uh, there are about 2% of listeners that skip ahead to 20 or 30 minutes and listen to just uh, uh, the second half of the show. Uh, but I find for most people, like, uh, it works good. You know, the, the the top of the show, then we have the intro starts to wind things down. And then we have some business. Uh, then we talk about the Mandalorian. Then we have some thank yous. So, so that's how structure of the show. And I think I said the other stuff. I mean, like, you might say, what is this? Do I One, I don't have that thing to watch the Mandalorian. I said, don't worry. Uh, and you say, well, I get spoiled. And I'd say, oh, boy, yeah, did you hear I have extra satchels of uh, sp- spillers? Not sp- what are they called? Filler words. I was calling them spiller words because they spill right out of my mouth. I, I put too many in there. Uh, spiller words and chiller words uh, and s- sillier words uh, all are also in this podcast. Uh so, yeah, you don't need to have seen the show. I mean, I will talk about the kind of what happened in the episode, but it'd be pretty oblique, though it will ha- contain plot points. But I don't know if you'll remember them. I just rewatched. Uh, this is about episode three. 
So I watched it uh, for, uh, like, I took all my notes a few hours ago. I'd already watched it a few times already. And then I watch and I pause it and I write stuff down. So don't worry about it. I mean, it's here to put you to sleep and keep you company. Most of the time, no one remembers very much about the podcast. You may remember a few fragments and... Cause I'm here. I don't know. You know what I mean? If you're, and if you're not, I'm glad you're here. I, I mean, I make this show cause I've been there tossing and turning and sleepless and I really do want to help. I want to keep you company as you drift off. So I don't know. I think that's it. I, 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 believe it or not, I, I'm out of, I'm not out of filler words, but I don't want to just like, I don't gratuitously use filler words. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, except, you know, except in the most, um, uh, like, um, uh, uh, <laughs> just for, uh, you know, just an amusement, you're just like an amusement. What if there was an amusement park of filler words? Uh, filler words park does not sound amusing or uh, interesting to me. So I'd have to think that, I guess I'll have to think of that some other time. But yeah, I'm here to keep you company as you drift off, to be your boyfriend friend and make the show because I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, in that if you get a good night's sleep or if that, at least a bedtime isn't stressful and a rigmarole, if I can reduce that at all for you, one, it would be my honor. Uh, two, it would hopefully make your life a little bit, you know, more tolerable or beyond that, uh, where you could start to flourish. And in that case, whether you're rested or, or you're flourishing, the world's going to be a better place. It's just that simple. And the flip side is also simple. I've been there, so I know how. I might not know exactly what you're going through, uh, but I'm familiar with some of the feelings, and uh, it's not pleasant. And I want to help. But the other, the one uh, other part is this podcast just doesn't work for everybody. It's more like a goofy friend than a magical sleep solution. It's a sleep offering, I say sometimes. like Kind of like, hey, I'm offering up this story to take your mind off stuff and keep you company. Uh, so really see how it goes, because you do deserve a good night's sleep. I hope it works for you. Most listeners uh, said it took two or three tries for them to kind of get used to listening to the show and not listening, and my personality and my voice. Uh, and then they started to fall asleep, but there are people that know right away. I mean, usually they know within the, they already sent me an email before I say, well, if you know, it's definitely not for you. Check out sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no, thank you. Uh, cause there's other stuff listed there, uh, but I'm glad you're here. I believe it or not, I work very, very hard on this show. I, which is probably hilarious to some people too, but it's because I care, uh, because, I yearn and I strive. I really want to help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, changes in time, temperature, work schedule, 
uh, you know, just something situational. Maybe you got something big coming up uh, or you're on the road. Whatever it is, I'm here to help uh, because I care and I've been there and I do believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Those dulcet tones are kind of sweet and they're kind of creaky, like a door. You know, or like something, you see, it's, it kind of sounds like that uh, old chest, uh, chest of drawers. Uh, oh, old Chester drawers? I think that was... Uh, um, Maybe we'll go back to that. I think Chester Drawers is a big part of my childhood and uh, the podcast. It's been a while since I talked about that. Uh, But anyway, if you're new, I'm trying to create a safe place so that you have room to get comfortable in the space that you're in. And uh, here's, let's see, so yeah, Creaky Dulcet Tones, one of those meanders. Trying to think what else uh, do now that I have Chester drawers on my mind, I'm going to be a bit distracted. But that's the whole idea of the show. So structurally, if you're new, what to expect? Uh, show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep it free for everybody. Uh, then there's an intro, which is kind of like a, lip, uh, a little bit like an orientation, where I say, "Okay, I'm going to go through how the podcast works and uh, give you some pointers that you don't need to follow." And then I'm going to go off topic uh, because it's a, a podcast where I go off topic all the time. And I'll probably talk about Chester Drawers and the uh, Taunton uh, Field Days. And those of you that have been listening for a while, you probably heard this before, but uh, you don't. You, I, I may not have realized the name Chester Drawers, which could still be wrong. Uh, but so that's the intro. It's about 12 minutes of me trying to explain the podcast, which a normal, you know, efficient person could do in two or three minutes, but then they wouldn't be really putting you to sleep. They'd be, uh, kind of, they'd be saying, hurry up, go to sleep, which doesn't, I haven't found works for me. So you could start the intro as you're getting ready for bed. You could start it once you get in bed. You could start it as you're, you know, winding down or you're already trying to drift off. You know, if you're new, just kind of see how it goes and then uh, adjust from there. Like, give it two or three tries. Uh, that's what almost every listener says. Uh, oh, I gave it two or three tries. A few people say, I gave it one try. Uh, didn't like the, you know, then I said, that's not for me. Then a year or two later, came back to it. It gave it two more tries, and now I've been listening for two or three years. I get that email, and I say, that's great. That's an open-minded person. That's a person that, you know, but so just see how it goes, uh, because I'm not I'm not everyone's first choice. Let's just be honest. Uh, whether it's uh, school dances, uh, I never ran for elections, you know, dates for school dances, uh, dance partners, uh, partners in sporting events, uh, you know, the kind of things, I'm not everybody's first choice, but you say, well, okay, maybe around the, tw- you, 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 you'll see, you say, oh, okay, now that you've been on my team a few times, or now that I know you, we could be friends. I said, well, that wasn't the point with the dance, though I was hoping to get picked, uh, not as, as uh, or I was going to be the star, even though I'm not good at this sport, I was hoping I'd be picked to be the star of the team, coach. I was just explaining that to my daughter, how I thought I was going to be the star of this one team. And I tried to explain it to the coach. And the coach said, but you're not actually good at what you want to be a star at. Uh, 
So why don't you just sit here on the bench and crack jokes uh, and test my patience? And I said, Coach, you are you definitely know what you're doing because that is what I'm good testing patience. Uh, holy cow, you could, you picked the right kid for that. I still do that as an adult. So if you're new, see how the podcast goes. Give it a few tries. Uh, and oh, so I think I was trying to think of the explain the intro. So that's the intro. Give the podcast a few tries. Then there'll be a story. Tonight it'll be an unboxing of a board game, uh, of a brand new special edition board game that I picked up uh, recently. It's uh, themed around a, a popular TV show, so that'll be fun. And then, um, yeah, I think that's that's. And then there'll be some thank yous at the end. So it's the structure of the show. This is one of the few podcasts you don't need to listen to. You can listen to it or you don't have to. You could turn me down to a mumble. There are people that don't understand anything of what I'm saying, either because it doesn't make any sense. Uh, and I hear from those those listeners, uh, they take the time to say, I don't even know what you're talking about, but it works. Uh, so I appreciate that. So you can turn me really down low or you can listen, but there's no pressure to listen. I guess that's the main thing. I think I was talking about something about that earlier, but I already forgot. Uh, so no need to listen or, or pay attention or even pretend to. Like, you don't have to send me any emails and say, oh, Scoots, I'm sorry, I don't listen to the podcast, but I sleep to it. You know, I usually say, thanks, thanks, that's exactly my job. But uh, if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here till the end to keep you company. So don't worry. Uh, and if you want to, you can lie, because I know how it feels uh, on that side of things, too. So while I don't want to feel any pressure, listen, I also don't want you to feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour, and there's 300 episodes ready to go if you need them. So uh, I'm here. I put I put effort in all the way to the end of the show. So no pressure to listen, no pressure to fall asleep. I do want you to, to know that I truly, deeply, deeply deserve, deeply believe you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, you deserve some nourishing rest uh, and some comfort. And a friend in the deep, dark night, a protector, If you know, maybe you say, well, I'm trying to create a safe place. I don't know if I'm quite a protector. Now, some of you might be saying, Scoots, what was that Chester Drawers thing? Okay, so I think uh, one of the first times, I think it was the first time I ever performed on stage uh, was at the Taunton Field Days by my house. It was like a fundraiser uh, for a volunteer uh, helping department, and uh, they had, would had a tent and they would kind of, I don't know if this was like, uh, where this was in the workers contracts, but, uh, I don't know if this was a weather person and I want to say his name was Denny. This is in like, uh, in Syracuse, New York, right on the border of the city and the county in the town of, uh, I don't know if there is a town of Taunton, but in, for those of you who were trying to spell things that uh, I think it's spelled T-A-U- uh, Taunton, I don't know, T-A-U-N-T-O-N or something. Also, there used to be a, a, a place to get uh, donuts there, Maury's Mill. I don't know if they ever had cider there, but uh, anyway, so they had this tent, and so the weather people and the people from the news would come, I guess, to say, hey, you got four channels of news or three channels of news, you, you know, like a politician, 
And this guy, Denny, I believe he had come to our school. He was on the, sometimes he would be on the show, Saturday Showboat, which was our more local morning show with the crafty lady. And uh, she would make stuff out of, uh, like, uh, what are those things called? Tongue depressors or whatever. I just love that name, Crafty Lady. That's the best name for any character on the show, any show. But so, oh, so this guy, Denny, he had a, a ventriloquist dummy named, I believe was, his name was Chester Drawers. Uh, he looked a bit like if Grover, and I don't know how many people, well, you, you know, that, uh, that Mr. Rogers uh, movie's coming out. So I don't know. There's like the, um, there's like the woman puppet on there. Like, I think her main name may be Elaine, Lady Elaine or something. If she and Grover were made into a ventriloquist dummy, of course you'd say, please don't bring that where children are. But old Denny brought Chester drawers and he was pretty good. He was a very good ventri, like a performer. You know, I don't know if he was, like, they went to him for the hard news because maybe, I don't even know if he did weather, but he, because I was just a little kid. But they did say, hey, does any kids want to come up and tell a joke? And I always told this joke uh, that I took from a joke book. I'm not very good with remembering jokes or anything. And I don't know how I got the courage to do this because usually I'm not not into this getting the attention thing, even as a kid. But I went up there and I said, what did the mama go, what did the mama, um, uh, nighttime Casper friend that lives in the big farm in the sky, say to the baby Casper friend who lives in the big farm in the sky, or spiritual being, what did the mother spiritual being uh, say to the baby spiritual being? And then the crowd was slack-jawed, and then Chester said, one day you're going to be a sleep pod, you're putting me to sleep, kid. But I actually said the shorter version, and they said, fasten your... Oh, when they got in the car. I forgot that part. They're they're in the car. The mother, uh, uh, Casper, uh, being, you know, translucent being, and the baby, yeah, Casper, translucent being. When they get in the car, what is... I guess it's not a baby, though, because the baby wouldn't do... The child... See, I, I, I've been, I was born to do this. And I said, fasten your sheetbelt. That's what she said. And then I think I got a bumper sticker out of that. I think that it was Channel 5 that Denny worked for. Maybe his name wasn't Denny. I don't know. Hopefully he doesn't, like, that's not like an ignamious name or something. Because I said, oh, God, I can't. Now i got to edit all this out. Chester Drawers was, a, you know, inspiration for R.L. Stein. Uh, but so I don't know what my point is there other than to say I kind of go off topic anyway and I don't always make a lot of po- good points. I mean, I think I just showed that. But, uh, yeah, well, I was just thinking of Chester Drawers. So that was just the name of that uh, that uh, puppet. Uh, I don't I, I feel I, I, it's strange, but I, I guess I like because of uh, I don't want to call things dummies. uh because, it, you know, not only one, I don't want to get on their bad side, but two, I just say, well, what if I call it, how do you feel about being called a puppet? And they'd say, well, how do you feel about being, and I'd say, okay, well, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to be empathetic and compassionate to you, actually, not get a smart aleck answer out. And they said, well, you should have thought of that when you're on the bench of that sports team you're on. 
when you were pretending that one of the other kids on the bench with you was your ventriloquist. Uh, and I said, oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, you think that was Tony or Rich or uh, uh, one of the kids, uh, the kid from Germany or the kid from France? Because uh, you know, those were the kids on the bench with me. I'm trying to think who else was on there. Those were good days, though. Those were good times. So anyway, so that's it. Uh, I'm glad you're here. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. My job is to take your mind off stuff and keep you company. I'm glad you're here. I believe her and I work very hard. I uh, yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Uh, uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do, or all you can do, or what you could do, is uh, get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. In any order you so choose, I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, a creaky dulcet tone. I feel like I missed something. Are you up all night tones and remind me of trouble getting to sleep? Don't sleep with me. Podcast, which we do with a bedtime story. But what I'm going to attempt to do, I think I forgot that part, right? I said, what I'm going to do, if you're new, this is a this is an out-of-order intro. So, yeah, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. So creaky and dulcet. Uh, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic. And the reason I'm using those tools is to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's a thought you're thinking about. So anything on your mind, physical sensations, uh, feelings, emotions, whatever's coming up for you, or it could be travel work, your second or third shift, working on the road or at sea or, or whatever. I hear from a lot of people who's, you know, they work, they go out, out for work. Uh, so if it's any of those things or whatever it is, it's keeping you awake. I'd like to keep you company, take your mind off stuff and put you to sleep. And I'm going to use some of those aforementioned tools, mostly a lot of nonsense, friendly nonsense and goofing around. I'm here to apply to be your boar friend, your boar companion, your, you know, someone to just tell you a story and talk to you gently while you fall asleep. Keep you company. Now, I'm a bit silly. That's what's different than other stuff. Some people might read you a story. Uh, some people might tell a tale. But what I'm going to do is just be here, uh, your boar bud, your boar friend. And other things, if you're new, one, I'm glad you're here. And if you're skeptical or you're like, what is this podcast? A little bit strange. What is this about? Uh, sure, that makes total sense. Uh, why wouldn't you be skeptical? And this podcast is a little bit different structurally how it goes. It starts off with a few minutes of business. Uh, that's how we keep the podcast free for everybody. Then there's an intro, which we're about four minutes into. And the intro is about 12 to 16 to 18 to 14 to 13 to 15 minutes or so. Sometimes it'll be 16 minutes uh, too, or any of those seconds in between. And what it is is if, like, I don't, I don't want to use that F word, F-A-I-L-E-D. I almost said it, uh, spelled it. 
but I, I could have spelled it, but I, uh, I, don't, I was trying to make a pun there, but, uh, like smelled it and delved it, you know, could have smelled it, smelled it, smelled, what's that? That's not even a word, but, uh, what was my point? Oh, the intro, the intro is where I try to explain what the podcast is and I never quite get there. Uh, but I try every time, 800 plus times to try and, and w- one day, I don't know if I'll ever, you know, come up with a concise way. If I did, I'd probably be out of a, you know, I say, well, because here's the thing. Uh, the point is not to get to the point in some sense. It's the point is to eventually kind of head to a bit like doodling. I, I, I always come back to doodling. It is an apt a metaphor for this podcast. Because if you're doodling, and I can just hear the teachers, what are you doing? You're just doodling? Yep, just doodling, for you know, mostly for comfort and distraction from your uh, your questioning of my doodling. Uh, but when you're doodling, most of the time, it's just what you're doing. You're doodling around. Maybe, you see, that's what, wait a second. Have I proposed this as a way to save everything? Civilization, like, do, I think I have, uh, probably. They just, they just didn't follow through on it. Like doodling. Because you say, well, it's kind of soothing, kind of st- stimulating at the same time. Probably good for part of your brain and your limbic system. Though the research, I don't, you know, I don't know anything about it. Like I said, I'm waiting for John and Craig to start their second podcast, uh, Scrib Notes, uh, which is a podcast about scribbles and things interesting to scribblers. But really, it's about uh, doodling. Or maybe that's the doodle notes. Uh, also, I think, I don't know if, who would do, do have a Doodlebug fan podcast, uh, John or Craig, but like, uh, it's because, uh, or maybe Doodlebug would do a podcast. Maybe one of them's writing the Doodlebug movie. Is there ever, here, I don't want to, like, I don't need to commercialize everything. But how come, how, how come with all this IP getting rebooted, there hasn't been a Richard Scary movie? Also, is Doodlebug from, or is that Goldbug? Oh, no. I've, I've uh, upset both Doodlebug and Goldbug, because Doodlebug, I don't even know where you're from. Oh, you're my own IP. Great. Uh, or are you just making a joke where I say IP? Oh, well, now I got Doodlebug laughing live here in the studio. Goldbug, sorry about that. You know, I never owned any of your books, uh... Because, uh, like, I, I would go to a neighbor's house, and he had my, this kid that lived by me when I was uh, under the age of seven. Uh, he had all the Richard Scary books. Uh, they, that's just a word. That's just a. The, who, who came up with that last name, by the way, Goldbug? Who's the worm? What's the worm's name? I forget. Oh, thanks. I'm glad the audience knew that. Uh, I'm sure somebody, Doodlebug, I'm sure that uh, I, I didn't come up with you. Someone else out there has that sweet, sweet Doodlebug IP. Doodlebug. I guess that's what, like, I would go see, maybe I would, would I go see a movie, Doodlebug? How about it, when, like, a song like Jitterbug comes back? Well, here's an idea. If there ever is a Doodlebug movie, this is a way to get two people I love uh, uh, paid out. Uh, you know, George Michael's estate, uh, you know, looking down on us, uh, shout out. And 
or is it Wham? Was that a Wham song, or maybe all Wham gets? Uh, and uh, Weird Al, Doodlebug, you do a Doodlebug song, you do the Doodlebug. Now, if you're a new listener, you might be like wondering what's going on. Now, this is pretty common. Like I said, I try to do an intro for the podcast, and then I go right off topic. That was a superfluous meander, without a doubt. And also, oh, overuse of words that amuse me and relax me. But I was saying that it's kind of like doodling. Listening to this podcast is a bit like doodling, where you say, well, I'm not really doing any. I'm doing something, but I'm not really doing nothing. And they'd say, that's not a word. Nothing. I'm not really doing anything. Thank you. Thank you, Nana. So... That's the intro of the show. Basically, I spent 12 or 15 minutes trying to explain what the podcast is to ease you into bedtime. Just like do it. You say, well, I'm kind of listening and then I'm doodling to, uh, you know, comfort myself and relax. And here's the thing. I just enjoy it. I don't like uh, I think that was uh, when John and Craig start that podcast. They'll say, well, we just enjoy it. Uh, but they would say they're really well-grounded people, so they would say it in a way that says, uh, like, not like me. I'd say, am I allowed to enjoy anything? I don't know. Maybe I should go lie down for a little while and think about it. And so, and that's why I doodle. Without, you know, without this wonderful brain of mine, I wouldn't be doodling. I'd be out uh, running through fields of flower. Flowers, right. A field of flower would be fun to run through, wouldn't it? It'd be dusty for sure. And, write, you know, whatever else, writing books, you know, and writing movies about bugs. And, uh, oh, it's a sleep podcast. Well, these are cartoons uh, or drawings. Uh, they're not really real. Doodle and gold. I'll just call them that from now on. I think that was like the, uh, I don't know if that was an alderman within my brain that just came in and told me that. Anyway, if you're new, I'm glad you're here. I'm here to, so the intro is me easing you into bedtime getting you ready for bed. As you start to listen to the show, you know, there's a, I forget what the percentage is right now, maybe four or 5%, maybe two or 3% of people who skip to, to like 18 to 20 minutes and then just start listening there. So you could do that. Uh, there's people that fall asleep during the intro. And then there's people that listen as they're getting ready for bed or as they're in bed, easing into bedtime. So you can kind of see how it goes. So, so it's an intro then there's some business, and then there's the episode. The episode part will be, tonight will be like a listener favorite, real-time recipe, where I kind of run through a recipe in real time. You say, well, how long does it take to make it? And I'd say, well, around 55 minutes or so, and I'll talk the whole time through it. It might probably even take longer. So that'll be that, and... So that's and then there's some thank yous at the end. So it's a structure show. This is a podcast you don't really need to pay attention to or listen to. Uh, again, I think I covered that with the doodling. You say, "What if you? What if there was a doodling song? I'm doodling for Doodlebug. Maybe, or that could be a candidate, a third party candidate. Uh, if like I don't know when this episode's going to come out, but you could say, you know, I'm for Doodlebug." Everybody could, almost everybody could agree on that, except for people that are like, all time should be structured and put to good use. And uh, so we could see, we could see how well that, you know, do, I think doodling could only go well. Uh, 
you can only, can only improve things, right? And then in 2084, they say, what happened? Like, we're right on the cusp of uh, solve the clean the clean energy, the, the oh, you know, the compassion, the empathy. We're right there. It was about to be the turning point uh, where free hugs became, you know, everything nice. Sugar, spice, puppy dogs, snails, all of it. Uh, all of the other, all the other stuff, gold bugs and doodles holding hands. And then what happened? Well, Scoot started the Great Doodle Initiative, uh, and yeah, it didn't it didn't work out so great. Uh, but you know, we're, uh, we're I, I don't know. We don't know. We, 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 we all we could do is doodle now. We got hooked on it, and uh, okay. Well, I'm going to go back to. Uh, Oh, this is actually Scoots. I'm going to go back to the timeline and uh, finish up my intro. So this is a podcast you don't need to listen to. Also, no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour to keep you company. Even if you can't fall asleep, I'm going to be here. So you could just drift off at your leisure. Uh, whenever, ideally, you would just wake up tomorrow. And you might find yourself perusing, you know, books by uh, whoever the author is. Maybe that was the author of those books, not the star. I don't know. I mean, I know Google, the Google algorithms, like, how come there was a spike in searches for uh, D-O-O-D-L-E-B-U-G and G-O-L-D-B-U-G at this time? And, like, uh, well, this is when that episode came out. Scoots couldn't stop talking about it. He caught he caught the he caught the doodle, the gold doodle. Gold doodle. That sounds that sounds like like for uh, snack awards, like they say for Cheeto of the Year. That's like the internal awards at Frito Lay, the gold doodle they call it. They'd say, okay, who came up with the idea of the Taki mashup with the uh, those other things? Uh, and they say, Janine did. They say, Janine, come on down. You've won the gold doodle. Congratulations. Uh, uh, you know, great work. And everybody cheers. So this is a podcast you don't need to listen to. No, no pressure to fall asleep, though, either. And make the show because I've been there. I know how it feels, tossing and turning. And I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. You do. And if I can help, it'd be my honor. I'm glad you're here. If you're new, give the show a few tries. I appreciate you coming by. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do as a bedtime story. Uh, all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations. Uh, so things you're thinking about, you know, on your mind, going through, you know, the old brain, the old noggin. Uh, it's, I don't know if I, if I referred to it as a noggin before. I mean, I've done 800-something episodes. Hopefully I'll remember that. You know, we're just, uh, when you're hearing this, I think we're out of the, we're denogged. 
Uh, okay, so so whatever scheme of thoughts, things you're thinking about, like I said, feelings, like emotions, uh, things being, you know, things that are you're just feeling or sensing, uh, physical sensations as well. Uh, cumulative, uh, it could be cumulus clouds, it could, could be accumulation of things, it could be changes in time, temperature, uh, other stuff, could be a mission, mission, like an unsolvable mystery. I mean, I mean that because that's what the situation I'm in. I got uh, trouble getting to sleep, staying asleep right now. And I say, what's up with that? I say, well, this is mysterious, but, you know, I got my routine I got the things that you, you know, everything I have fallen asleep lately, knocking on wood, if I could, during recording of a sleep podcast. Uh, but, uh, you know, then I, I, I say, what's up with that? I can't fall back asleep. So, suddenly I wake up, uh, suddenly I wake up and I say, huh, what, well, that's not great. So, but, oh, sorry, but enough about me. Whatever's keeping you awake, uh, could be any of that stuff. Could be people, you know, somebody saying, well, Scoots, why you got to bring that up? Uh, I said, don't worry, I'll get back to misusing the word nog soon. Uh, but whatever it is is keeping keeping you up. I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. And what I'm going to do is I have this very exclusive uh, safe place set aside. Where Here's the thing. It's ex- exclusive, but not excluding. Nothing's excluded. You know, except for the stuff, it's not even excluded. I don't actually exclude the things that are keeping you awake. I just try to take your mind off of stuff. Like I say, you, like with the brain bots, uh, or what do we, could we call them something with nogs? Uh, the nog bot, nog bots is not half bad. It's a little bit, uh, you'd say, uh, Alec, could you give me rejected science fiction picks, pitches for, 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 for a thousand? Nogbots, uh, what is uh, a movie that'll never be made? Wow, that's correct. That doesn't seem like it actually. Okay, so I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. I'm going to create a safe place. Uh, we'll talk about that more real soon. I'm also going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Oh, so su- superfluous tangents. I mean, holy mackerel. I've already supplied a few. I, I don't know if they're always syrupy, though. Syrupy, uh, superfluous tangents. If I had a, um, if I had a, one of those machines with those drinks, uh, what are those called? Slushies. I guess uh, superfluous, we'd call it, because it'd be purple, you know, fake grape-flavored. Superfluous. Uh, that'll be at Scoots Fest 2030. Would be the soonest ever there'd be a Scoots Fest, except for all the fests with scooters and stuff that are unrelated to this podcast. Uh, so, oh, I'm here to take your mind off of stuff. What I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to keep you company as you drift off. Now, if you're new, holy mackerel, are you, you might be saying to yourself, or what in the tarnation? Is this podcast or is this person talking about? And that's understandable if you're new. You might even be saying, what in the Sam Heck uh, or what in the name of that musical uh, that uh, you say, yeah, what, I forgot the name of the musical because it changed. I thought it was a Heck Town, I think it's called, Hades Town. Okay, so what is this podcast? Here's a couple of things. Structurally, what to expect is unexpected for podcasts. It starts off with business. 
that really is how we're able to keep the podcast free for everybody to download whenever they want is the business. Uh, uh, so we do do that mostly at the beginning of the show. And I really appreciate those of you uh, that are engaged with that. Uh, so that can throw people off. Then the intro can also throw people off. It's a 12 to 20 minute ramble about uh, things that are on my mind and where I try to explain what the podcast. Well, it's actually not, they're not on my mind when I start. I say, okay, here's what I'm going to do. T- t- Creek dulcet meanders, you know, superfluous tangents. Explain, 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 explained my brain. Uh, explain what the podcast is to new listeners, structure, what to expect. It's bada bing, bada boom. Uh, then stuff comes up in my mind and it just makes me go off topic. And it, it's something that organically grew out of making the podcast, but it really works because uh, so now I lean into it or I've been leaning into it for like seven, eight hundred episodes. No, yeah, maybe 700 episodes uh, because I found that it gives you a little bit of time to get ready for bed or to wind down and relax and get comfortable. So then by the time I get to the story, or tonight we'll be talking about the uh, um, program The Mandalorian, uh, you'll be you'll be drifting off into dreamland, or I'll be here to keep you company either way. So there's an intro, there's business an intro, then there's a little business, then we'll talk about The Mandalorian, uh, episode four, I believe. But, but if you've never seen the show or you watch it a lot like I do, don't worry, you know, I I'll, I'll, I won't really cover too much exciting stuff. Uh, you know, we'll just talk about, you know, skiffs or uh, floorboards, those kind of things. Uh, so you could drift off and I'll look, we'll probably do some research and stuff. I say, huh, what is a, what is a floorboard? I better Google that. And then there's some thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. A couple other things to note. This is a podcast you don't really need to listen to. You can listen, uh, but I wouldn't listen so close that you're saying, okay, when are you going to get to the sleep stuff? Because uh, if you're asking that question, uh, the, the, the kind of the whole thing, it's like, a, a, I, don't, I don't know, I guess I wish I had an extra analogy in there. It, it, I just never get there. It's all sleepy stuff. It's all. You know, it's a, I put the noggin, noggin. I mean, there's no doubt about that. When you say, what is, how would you describe nog? And I'd say something that's viscous, but uh, about the consistency of Elmer's glue, uh, that, like that you would drink, uh, or, uh, yeah, or that you'd find pooled somewhere. And I'd say probably also, an, like, I don't know if you can have a liquid that's an amalgamation, but I'd say it's uh, various ingredients uh, put together. Not as thick as a milkshake. Uh, that's Nog. N-O-G. Nog. Okay, well, he spelled it correctly, at least. So, I don't know where I actually, I, I, got, I got caught in that Nog. I don't even know what I was talking about. Sorry, new listeners. Oh, that this is a podcast you don't really need to listen to or pay attention to. Almost like look at it in loose focus, uh, uh, just like the background. Like I'm the, um, what do they call that? The Boca. I'm not the Boca Vista. I'm the Boca with an E. I think it's spelled, it has an E at the end or something. You, you know, the f- effect in pictures, it, you know, mostly it used to be portraits done by professionals. Then a lot of people had di- digital SLRs. 
and, you know, with the filter and the camera and the focus, you know, the background would be a little bit blurry. Makes you stand out. Now, a lot of smartphones have it kind of built in. I think that background's called Boca. And I'm not the portrait. No, oh, no. For the love of uh, Jean Berger, I'm not looking or looked upon. I'm best just sitting in the background out of focus, like a vase or, a, you know, a sitting, one of those things, like a, whatever you call that, where you recline or flowers or a kitty cat or, you know, bird, you know, raptor. Or you say, what is that on that table? Is it, It's mysterious. I can't tell what it is. Uh, well, yeah, you're supposed to look at the queen, George, uh, not at the table behind the queen. You see, but that's where all the hidden meaning is. Uh, and you say, well, it's, it's called the portrait of the queen. And you say, okay, well, you could, you two could, could you two take your debate somewhere? Uh, I think you both have valid points. So I'm going to double validate you both and also give you both a glass of nog that you could sip on the entire time I do the rest of the intro. So it's, okay, thank you both. Oh, boy, it almost got caught up in an artistic debate there. So I'm the Boca. I'm the Boca of podcasts. Uh, you might say I'm the D- Boca of podcasts the other way because that used to be like a term for retirement, I think, and uh, Seinfeld, Del Boca Vista. But you could call Boca. Well, no, people would say I'm going to Boca. And I, I think that's for Boca Raton. Or, so, I mean, you could say I'm the equivalent of retirement for podcasts. That would be figurative. That's more of a feel. And yeah, I'm like the fuzzy parts, without a doubt. Uh, so your podcast you don't need to listen to. It only took me eight minutes to explain that part. Also, no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour to keep you company as you drift off. Uh, so I'll be here at your side and you'll you'll just kind of, you know, drift away. That's the whole idea of uh, that. Uh, I'm here to be your boar friend, your boar bud, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar cuz, your boar bestie. Uh, your Borbra, if you know, if you're if you're into that, and uh, um, what else? Uh, oh, oh, but if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here till the very end. So I make the show uh, for those of you that are asleep and those of you that can't sleep. I'm here to keep you company either way. I do truly b- believe you do deserve a good night's sleep, and that your world and the broader world will be a better place if you're rested. So I do. It's my honor. It's my pleasure. I've been there, like I said, at the top of the show. You know, I also have a noggin full of nog. So there's eggnog. That's the most famous of nogs. Actually, you want to talk about like, a, um, I don't know if there would be a Disney movie or um, what's Illumination. Is that the other their competitor? But I mean, all of the other nogs have been short, short, uh, you know, they haven't got the attention they deserve. Because I don't even know what else, I mean, other than the generalized term nog, right? I mean, if it's eggnog, that means there's probably other nogs. Like, I don't know why this had plum nog. I would never drink that. Uh, but it popped in my head when I said, <laughs> that's how that's how little attention other nogs have got. I said, what's it? Quick, brain, what's another nog? Plum nog. And it, even though I was saying it, I was saying plum nog, there can't ever be in the history of the world, there probably has been a plum nog, because I guess there's plum pudding, so it's not that big a stretch. Uh, fig, then I guess you'd say, well, fig nog then. Okay. How about a nog that's actually appetizing? I would say 
like a, something like a horchata is not quite a nog, but that would be a nog I could get behind. And you say, yeah, we could, there could, you could have a horchata nog. I mean, it probably like, uh, yeah, maybe, oof, that sounds delicious. I mean, usually you say, well, yeah, it would be rice or tapioca pudding. And they say, well, that's a pudding. It's not a nog. So back to the old nog, nogging board. I think I prefer nogging board. Don't come, don't come, don't come a noggin when the nogs, the noggins rag, noggin. You know what I'm saying? Because it just means I'm trying to think of up new nogs and I can't be interrupted. They said, I almost had it. Uh, another, I almost, we say, what are you doing in there, Scoots? Designing groundbreaking new nogs? No, I was just trying to think of other nogs. All I got is plum and fig. And then horchata nog, which doesn't actually sound, it doesn't do horchata justice. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe, what, what, how do you feel about this one? French nog. And he said, oh boy, yeah, no, I'm starting to sweat too. You better get out of here. I got to think of other titles for nogs. Uh, yeah, mint chocolate nog, that's just, just bo- you know, talk about boring. Hope say, holy pedestrian. Pedestrian nog. You see, well, give, Alec, can you give me pedestrian nogs for four thousand? Uh, that's vanilla nog, Alec. That's the most. That that's the only thing more boring is plain nog. Plain nog. I mean, there's a nog title. It's not a good one. You see, that's not what I would like to drink. Um, you see, that's actually my grandpa Ralph. It has a. He's the one person I know that has a taste for plain nog. And we've always wondered, what, but he, that's his one treat a year, a glass of plain, not, oh boy, do I love that plain, not plain flavorless nog. Uh, also, I guess it would be known as the 80s, but it, when you think of the 80s in retrospect, you say, man, it had neon, it had all that music, uh, it wasn't like plain nog. And I'd say, well, yeah, I guess the, the mainstream culture you're right. It had fat shoelaces, parachute pants. I think that was even when Zumba's. No, were Zumba pants in the 90s? Uh, Zumba nog. That would be. That's it. Well, that's a proprietary nog, I'm afraid. Uh, and you see, what, what happens when I drink Zumba nog? Do I run like a, like a zebra? No, you just go. That, they serve it at NFL games now. It. Uh, Okay, well, anyway, I got to get back to the end. I was supposed to end this intro. I went off topic right into uh, Nogland. So I got a head full of Nog. I mean, I think that was my point. Uh, uh, but I'm putting it to good use because I'm here to help you fall asleep. Now, if you're new, you give the podcast a few tries. Now, that's I don't I don't get anything out of it if you give it a few tries. I just hope it helps you. Uh, I mean, the ba- main thing is if, if you give it a few tries, that's what... Uh, Millions of listeners have said, hey, give it a few tries, see how it goes. It, for me, it didn't work for episode two or three or four. Uh, but if you've given it a few tries uh, and it doesn't work, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you has other podcasts and stuff you could check out. Uh, but the main thing is I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate you coming by. I work very hard and I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. 
All you need to do, or all you, you could do, is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. So whether that's uh, thoughts, you, you know, things you're thinking about, uh, feelings that are coming up, uh, related, you know, maybe related to those thoughts, maybe just those ones that are there. And uh, you say, oh, boy. I mean, or you say, oh, boy, this can be trouble, you know. Could be good, you know. Whatever. Let's not label. Let's uh, let's let's let me, let me just uh, yeah, feelings that are coming up, or feelings in the case of a recording a podcast intro about that it improperly described feelings. Uh, that happens too. So feelings, physical sensations, uh, it changes in time, temperature, schedule. You know, if you're sleeping during, you got to sleep at your second or so third shift. You're on the road. Uh, you're away from your partner, uh, like, like a recent live show. We talked about that, uh, whatever it is, uh, that's keeping you awake. I'd like to help with that. And what I'm going to do is I do have this safe place. And as I say a lot, I do try to smooth it. I try to pat it. I try to rub it down. I try to say safe place. And like, I also try to make it optional and invitate. This is the safe, the safe place invitational, uh, where you're invited to just watch it. You say, okay, you're invited in the safe place, but you could also watch it like a safe place invitation. You say, uh, that would be a good name for a golf tournament. I don't have the funds to sponsor it. Uh, but you say, welcome to the safe place invitational. Uh, this is actually a podcast intro, but we're going to be watching uh, Scoot's attempt to craft analogies about his podcast uh, uh, here at the Safe Place Inv- Invitational at uh, Rolling Sleepy Hills. Uh, the, the, uh, because that could be any of those sports that have invitational events. And they okay, so I'm gonna try, try to create a safe place that you could say, well, you're invited in, but you could also look in and say, well, I'm not so sure it's safe for me. Let me check it out first. Uh, then what I'm going to do is use this now. The, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, a creaky dulcet, a golf commenter tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. Uh, believe me, I'm going to go off topic. All to take your mind off of stuff and keep you company as you drift off. Now, if you're new, I'm glad you're here. Let me give you some information for the Safe Place Invitational. One, you're invited. Two, you're seen and welcome. Three, if you're skeptical or doubtful, that's invited and um, welcomed too here at the Safe Place Invitational. Uh, because who could be, because who wouldn't be? You say, is this a podcast to put me to sleep? What's uh, this uh, dude talking about? Uh, of, of course uh, it is. Uh, so here's a couple other things to know. Structurally, what to expect uh, is uh, the show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the podcast free for everybody. It's pretty cool. The people that support the show keep it free for everybody and support our sponsors. Then... There's an intro. Now, the intro for the podcast is about 12 to 18 minutes or so. 
and it's just a t- chance for you to wind down. It, especially new listeners, understandably, can get thrown off by the intro because it's not efficient. It doesn't get to the point. It's uh, full of silliness uh, and ex- reacts over explanations. And so I can understand you might be like, uh, what is this? Uh, and why are you still using a golf voice? And I say, well, let's just see how it goes, eh? So the intro, though, is designed as part of a wind-down. Is your bedtime. You get ready for bed. Some people listen in bed and fall asleep. Some people are petting their pets. Some people skip ahead, maybe a few percentage of people to 20, 20 minutes or so. Some people listen during the day to unwind. So it's kind of optional. But the main idea of the intro is to give you some time to ease you into bedtime Something familiar, but also it's different every time. And then you say, what is, I don't understand, uh, what is he talking about? Uh, so that's uh, the intro. Then there'll be some business uh, between the intro and the story, kind of just how podcasting structure sponsorship works. Uh, then there'll be a bedtime story tonight. I'm not sure what the bedtime story after this will be. I know it'll be sleepy. I know that much, uh. Maybe it'll be the sleepy invitation. Maybe it will be the safe place invitational. I think that probably is a good idea for tonight's episode. So that's the structure of the show. Then there's some thank yous at the end. Also, if you're new, uh, a couple things to know. Uh, No pressure to pay attention or to follow along or to make sense of the show. Kind of consume it with like a loose focus. Almost like a soft focus where you say, okay, wow, that looks a little bit dreamy. And I'm not sure, like, take, take, the, take the edges off. That's kind of my job uh, uh, to do. So that's the struggle. Oh, no, that's the, so you don't need to listen to me, clearly. Uh, also, no pressure to fall asleep, believe it or not. I'm going to be here for about an hour. And my job is to keep you company, really, as you drift off. And if you can't sleep or you wake up... Uh, I'll be here till the very end. I put put as much work into the end of the show as the beginning. Uh, because I know those of those of you that are there, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it works in a dual, dual like it works in two ways. Uh, uh, at the Sleepy Invitational, there's some people that uh, listen uh, for comfort and companionship in the deep, dark night. And there's some people that are asleep, but the completeless, completeless, completely senseless nature but yet complete nature of the episodes, I think, uh, somehow aids in that. Uh, so that's, uh, so yeah, no pressure to listen, no pressure to fall asleep, uh, uh, but I'll be here for about an hour. I make the show because I know how it feels. I've been there in the deep, dark night, tossing and turning, uh, unable to fall asleep. So uh, I really want to help, uh, because they know how it feels, and I also truly believe you do deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, you deserve a place where you can feel rested and refreshed and ready for the next day. Uh, so that's about it. As far as the structure show goes, that's it. Uh, and, yeah, I guess, like, I'm trying to think of, uh, I don't know, they've never, I don't know if I've ever used a golf commentator, you know, but it always it seems like... Uh, they say, okay, now, uh, Scooch is going to try to make one for that final analogy about the podcast. Uh, he, uh, 
he he's in bay now he's the first person here at uh, now this was unexpected he was barefoot uh recording the podcast i mean he is in his own home uh in a closet which has become a climbing closet since he made some changes uh to kind of, because it, the closet doesn't have a door he he put some stuff in front of it uh so now he has to climb around that stuff uh but what we were saying was he was barefoot and that uh, we wonder if he, if we were actually out at the roll, rolling Sleepy Hills course, we'd say there's never been a, has there been a barefoot golfer? Uh, we could say, we could, we would call, we would say he's not the barefoot Contessa. Uh, but if, if uh, the, the Safe Place Invitational was competitive, we'd say he's a barefoot con- contestant. Uh, but we can't say that because uh, that uh, wouldn't apply. We'd just say, huh, he just showed up with this. And Scoots is also wondering if that's a rule. Like, at golf tournaments, do you have to have shoes? Uh, not as a guest, but as a player. Uh, because uh, just curious, uh, I know there's probably golfers listening and golf fans, and I just wonder, one, is a rule? Uh, two, would anybody try it? Uh, because you say, well, those uh, those things give me, uh, I'd say, well, let's compare bare feet to those things, the Khalidi things or whatever they're called. I know you give them traction. Now, you wouldn't be able to just do it immediately because, uh, You'd want to, you, you couldn't just walk 18 holes or whatever. Also, yeah, you'd probably, in, during the walking, you might want to wear shoes uh, or some sort of slip on. But the, yeah, maybe it's like a flip flop or some, you know, maybe a sandal, maybe something nice. You say, okay, this is, I'm fashionable, but I'm also barefoot when I'm uh, uh, hitting the golf ball. You also might be wondering, Scoots, do you play golf? Uh, and I'd say, no. I think I played once in the last 10 years uh, and uh, only for a few holes, and then I left. And that was at least, no, that wasn't even 10. That was like in the last 20 years. uh, And it feels like 100 years ago and five minutes ago. I did it because someone I, one of my siblings was visiting who I knew liked golf. uh, And they said, oh, we'll play a round of golf uh, so that... uh, you have something to look forward to. And I hadn't played in like 20 years before that, or maybe, well, not 20 years, that's too much, but like many, 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 many years. Uh, other than this, uh, there is a, a course, a par three course in the city of Syracuse as part of the Parks and Recs Department. And I will play that. That's actually a small par three golf course in the city at Burnett Park. And I will play that one. But that's because I could score like nine, you know, I could play that like a 18-hole golf course. You say, oh, yeah, what'd you get on that, 10? Okay, what about that next hole? You got a 10 on that. Uh, that way, yeah, I get like about four strokes to get to the green and then four strokes to get into the hole. If I get an eight, I'm like uh, doing great. Uh, it takes the pressure off. Uh the game of golf. Uh, what do they call that? The great, like, uh, so anyway, that's about the limits of my golf. Uh, but just like that, just like that, uh, I, you know, I'm here to keep you company, invite you into the Safe Place Invitational, or invite you to view it and see how it goes. 
Uh, but really, I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off of stuff as you drift off. Uh, so, yeah, just if you're new, give the show a few tries. That's what, like, I don't know how many thousands of reviews we have, but almost all the reviews say, hey, give it, give it, give it a few tries. And then it start. I really started. I mean, some people say it works right away. And then there's also people that you don't hear from in the reviews that I hear from privately that say, oh, it doesn't work right away. Uh, I mean, some of those people post public reviews, but a lot of them send me wonderful private messages uh, just like that. They say, okay, well, uh, your you podcast definitely didn't work for me in stronger words. Uh, so give it a few tries. So, I mean, if it doesn't work for you and you're listening and you're open-minded about it, go to sleepingmepodcast.com slash no thank you. Because there's some other sleep podcasts and sleepy stuff on there. Uh, but mostly, uh, I'm here because I want help. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive. I really appreciate you coming by because I want to help you fall asleep. Uh, 